Hello everyone and welcome back to the Honest Aquarian podcast. I am going to take a few minutes here, not going to take a long time, but I was thinking about something. Um, actually, I've been pondering this topic for a while. And about a year or so ago, I wrote a blog piece on my website about forgiveness and Um, In the spirit of transparency, I will say that forgiveness used to be a hard thing for me. Um, Growing up, I was just really immature, um, just passive aggressive in how I handled conflict. Forgiving people was not um, easy for me. And to be honest, I still struggle with it at times. But I also know that forgiveness is um, something that comes with time. I know it's something that, you know, I I just don't believe in pushing people to forgive immediately after they have experienced a traumatic um, event where someone has hurt them or, you know, really betrayed them. And, you know, a lot of times I'll see on TV where um, victims, their families, um, victims who have been, you know, killed or or someone who has had some type of very brutal act of violence against them, all that kind of stuff, um, you'll see their family or even the victims at times say they forgive the perpetrator. And I would think like, wow, that has to be really, you know, that's amazing that this person can or these people can forgive the person who has wronged them on such a, an extreme level. And I think often about my journey and where I was a year and a half ago to where I am now. And when I, the title of this podcast is Forgiving the Narcissist. And I know that's probably, you know, a lot of people are like, wait, hold up. <laughs> um, and I want to explain that because forgiving the narcissist I I think that you know we have to really understand ourselves and who we are in order to forgive and I grew up in church and I grew up where you know forgive your neighbor if your neighbor slaps you on the right cheek turn the left cheek and then let them slap you again and then you're supposed to forgive them and yes the bible does speak of forgiveness along with other religious beliefs um cultural beliefs about forgiveness. Um, So I'm speaking of personal experience with forgiveness and what I was taught growing up in a um, Pentecostal church where you were told to forgive people. But I think one of the missing pieces was um, recognizing your feelings. And for many years while I was in church, I would often, often take on the assumption that in order to forgive, you had to pretty much ignore your own feelings. And I think that's what a lot of people do. I think that they ignore their own feelings. They ignore their feelings. They ignore, um, you know, what happened in order to move towards forgiveness a little quicker. And I think that's, I don't think that's always the best way to go about it. And I'm not saying it's wrong to forgive someone immediately after they have done something to you. But I also encourage those who do that to recognize your own feelings, recognize your feelings, recognize 
how these triggers have, you know, whatever that person did, how that triggers you to be angry or to be upset or whatever it is, you know, it's important to dissect those feelings and understand them. And understanding who you are, understanding what makes you tick. You know, I know what, I know when I'm, I I understand my triggers a lot better now. And I also understand that I need to move on when someone does something to me that I don't like or I feel the person has crossed the boundary, crossed my boundaries. And um, I don't know if I explained this or sorry if I um, spoke about this, but I had a friendship that um, early part of 2018 I had to walk away from because I felt like the person was crossing boundaries and I don't hold anything against that person as far as um you know mad I'm not mad I'm not disappointed it's just that I've learned about myself to the point where when things happen in friendships or any type of relationship that I'm in I can walk away from them a little easier than placing these expectations on this person. And when that person doesn't deliver, I get upset or I take it personally or I get so bent out of shape by it and I take it as something's wrong with me. Why Why am I getting into these friendships with people that tend to constantly take take from me but not necessarily give? And now I'm in a place where I feel like, okay, I know what I bring to the table and I know that my genuine... Um, ability to listen to people and really take on their issues and try to offer insight. Um, I'm a good listener. And I know a lot of people like that about me. Who doesn't like someone that will sit there and listen to you judgment free and offer you great advice and you don't have to pay them at the end because that's what therapists do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So therapists get paid for what they do when you are a friend or a partner or whatever you are to this to the other people in your life you people t- can take that for take advantage of that and then you you're left feeling empty you're left feeling like okay well now I want to talk I want to have a conversation and express how I'm feeling and this person doesn't have time they're dismissing you or you know you're talking to a brick wall so I had to understand that it wasn't me. I, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't take that personally anymore. I had to say, you know what? I know what I bring to the table. And I know that everybody's not going to um, appreciate it. They're going to take they're going to try to exploit it or, you know, take it for what it is and then move on once they get what they need. And that's what majority of my life was with friendships, relationships, all that stuff. So once I understood that, I no longer took what other people did personally. So to tie that in with forgiveness, I think you have to understand where you are in life, understand who you are, what you bring to the table. And you also have to look at what the other person who the offender, what they have brought to the table as far as the relationship you have with them. And I'm speaking in terms of the relationship with a narcissist or toxic person in your life or toxic people. Um, you have to understand where they're coming from and the space that they're in. And you also have to understand where your boundaries are. So once you understand your boundaries and you implement them and you can 
you know, live your life knowing that, okay, this is this, these are red flags. These are things I will tolerate. And these are things I will not tolerate. Once someone crosses my boundaries in these areas, I will walk away. And that's what I do now. If a person does something that I, you know, definitely I'll have a conversation with them if I feel that's needed. And once the conversation, because a lot of things can be settled or resolved with a in a, in a, a an adult mature conversation. And I learned that last year when I had some altercations with loved ones. These were these were family members that I was having these problems with, and you know I was really being passive aggressive in some things because I had a lot of anger that I was dealing with and just really trying to figure myself out and in this and, and I was projecting. So having conversations with these loved ones and really telling them I didn't have to explain everything, but just taking ownership of my actions, taking ownership of um the things that I contributed to that falling out and that person also explaining how they felt it, it, we were able to come to a resolve and say okay this is this is how we want to move forward in the term in terms of someone toxic and the narcissist just even to be really honest the narcissist is someone who you most likely won't be able to have a face-to-face -face, mature conversation with that's number one in some of the other toxic relationships you might have you, chances are you might be able to have um, a civil conversation with that person, or at least a conversation to tell them how you feel. With the narcissist, they really don't, and I'm jumping around here, they really don't understand um, empathy, compassion, anything like that. So whenever you do express to them how you feel, it's kind of like talking to a brick wall. And that's come, that comes, then that, then the time comes for you to um, walk away. And if you're still in a relationship with a narcissist, um, you, you're just from my own experience, and I didn't realize this person was a narcissist until after the relationship ended. When it comes to forgiving that person, because of where I am now, I, I'm, it's it's easier to move on and say, you know what, this person is not mentally well. I don't have to, what he did wasn't okay. What he did and said to me, I'm not giving him a pass for it. But what I can say is I understand where that person is in life and why they did what they did because they're not mentally well and they have a disorder. So forgiving them takes time. It took time to forgive. And I will be honest, I am not fully there because I feel like this person went out of their way to hurt me. Intentionally, it was intentional. And I have an issue with intentional um, acts of, of um, what can I say? How can I explain it? People who intentionally do things to hurt other people. Let me just keep it simple. And I have issues with that because I feel like, especially when they do it to good people, and they do it to get their highs. But I also have to keep in perspective that this person is flawed. This person has some issues. So because of that, they're not going to treat people well. They're, they don't, they're not, especially if they're not receiving 
mental um, therapy or not receiving therapy from a uh, therapist, a counselor, psychologist, whoever it is, a licensed therapist, whoever it may be, they're not going to act the way I, 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 sh- I feel that they should. And that, that goes to expectations. And I also had to be honest enough with myself to, to recognize that I was mad at myself too for allowing a lot of the things that happened in that relationship or just with people who I had friendships with and, and I allowed them to um, abuse my kindness or my compassion and empathy. So once I took responsibility for that, then I was able to really move forward and not allow what the um, abuser said or did affect me to the point where I was always upset and angry. I hope that makes sense. So again, going back to forgiveness, and I believe it's really important for you to unpack your anger, disappointment. Why are you angry? Why are you upset? Why, when you know, I replay, sometimes I replay incidents that happen in the relationship and I think about them and it's more so coming from, okay, before this was a very hurtful event to, to, to think about or to even try to unpack. And when I find myself getting angry about it, I have to stop and say, okay, why are you angry about this? Is it really because of what that person did or because you allowed it? And once I'm able to honestly answer those questions and stop myself from taking it from zero to 100 and being angry, because if you really allow yourself to contemplate too hard on on the things that the narcissist did to you, you'll get angry and you'll end up wanting to seek revenge or get them back in some kind of way. I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes I, I, I would think about things. I'm like, you know what? And I'm being honest. I really want to, you know, handle that situation. I, and especially when you had the opportunity to, like I had the opportunity to really expose the narcissist and I didn't because I had some really good people in my corner who talked me off of a ledge. And two is just like, I have too much to lose. So I don't want to put myself in a position to where I can get myself into some legal trouble, um, lose, you know, you just never know how that can go. So I, and and plus I just didn't want that to haunt me. I knew at some point that might've haunted me if I did expose the narcissist, not because I was afraid or anything. It was just like, what is the point of exposing somebody just to get what a temporary thrill off of that or some kind of grat is would it have been in instant gratification but I would have it wouldn't have changed anything you know what I'm saying it wouldn't have changed the fact that he still moved on with someone immediately after our relationship it wouldn't have changed the fact that most likely he was seeing this person already before we broke up it wouldn't have changed the fact that he is where he is now with that person so it wouldn't have changed anything if I would have um reacted or responded with exposing him and again, exposing him to me, that would have been, it was easier to just move on than to expose him because him moving on was best, was the best thing for me. You know what I'm saying? In the long run, once I, once I really was able to grasp the whole situation for what it was, it was probably for the best. It was for the best, not probably, it was for the best that he moved on. So again, 
when it comes to forgiving the narcissist, make sure that you have processed your feelings first. Put yourself first because I think it's pretty... I think it's it's dismissive when people tell you to for just immediately when you express something about um, you express your feelings about what the narcissist did to you or what this person in your life did to you the toxic person did, and they tell you what well, you need to forgive and, and move on. Well, that's easier said than done. You know, it's easy for me to tell somebody to move on when I'm not in the situation, but because I've been through it. I, I try to guide people through steps, through um, insight. Hey, this is what I did. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to rush into forgiveness because someone tells me that's what I need to do. I want to make sure that I'm forgiving this person because I'm truly forgiving them and I moved on and I'm over the situation. And I think when we force people to move past stuff, it's not healthy, and they never really they suppress it. They suppress the, the, the memories. They suppress the, the hurt. And then it comes out eventually in another situation. You know what I'm saying? So you may suppress it or you, you find yourself not talking about it because you're always told, that, you know, you're always told, well, you need to just forgive. I had someone do that to me when they found out that I was no longer with my ex. And they first the first thing they said was, well, have you forgiven him? And I'm like... Yeah, but I don't think I really had at that time. I think I said that just because I felt like it was the right thing to say. Or at that moment, I felt like I had. But I knew I hadn't fully forgiven this person because every time I would think about this person or even, you know, just think about the stuff that he did, I would get upset. So I'm like, no, you haven't forgiven this person because you're still upset about it. And I'm not saying I get upset too much now. It's just more so like... I'm more so angry with myself because I'm like, wow, you allow this person to do all this to you. But I also have learned to be kind to myself. And when those thoughts do come, I can talk myself, my own, I can talk myself now off of a ledge and say, you know what, this is just something that, you know, our mind is, sometimes it takes our heart and our mind a, a ways to catch up with each other. And, you know, sometimes because of the, the kindness that we have as empaths or you know just being kind genuine people your heart is you know you know you want to help people you want to be kind to people I am so sorry about these notifications going off guys um but you kind of get upset when you realize that the person that you had you loved and you cared about was really using that to exploit you and they were trying to exploit those things and it can be kind of hard to to reconcile that. So I think that's where a lot of people, they want to forgive and they want to move past it. But once you realize that your kindness was taken for weakness, it can make you feel um, guarded or not wanting to let the other person off the hook. So I'm not telling anybody to, you need to forgive and move on. Yes, essentially you will get there because as time goes forward, you heal and you're no longer um, affected by that person's actions anymore. And that's why I say it's very important not to follow that person's life on social media because when you go on social media and you're following your ex or you're following his new partner, his or her new partner, um, you're constantly reopening that wound and you'll never heal because you're constantly in that person's quote unquote virtual space because you may not see that person in you know you may not see them in person but 
if you are connected to them in social media, which is even seems to me be a little bit closer sometimes because at the click of a button, you can just actually, you can have access to this person's life and it may not even be true. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're seeing pictures of him and her smiling or whatever. You're seeing your partner, your former partner smiling with his new partner and you're thinking, oh, they're living this great life, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But that's the that's the whole thing with social media. It's all smoke and mirrors, if you ask me. Because people can curate their image to be whatever they want it to be. I can have a knockdown drag out with somebody, and five minutes later, you'll see me in a picture smiling. You will never know that. And that's what the narcissist does. And that's what they groom their partners to do. Let's, let, let's show them that we're having this good life. Let's show them that we're just all in love. Let's, let's, let's show everybody how great our, my new relationship is and that, you know, I'm, I, it's not me. I'm not the bad person. Just think about how many people you're connected to on social media who seem to be really, really good people, great people, genuine. But we don't know their life story. We don't know how they treat people behind closed doors. I know people who are on social media doing great things. But I also know that they live double lives. It's not for me to expose that. It's not for me to say anything about that. I'm just make, giving that as an example. So you have to be very careful when it comes to social media because it plays mind games. As, and you'll be thinking that. And this is not to say that the new person, they're not having the time of their life because they just might be. And that's why you shouldn't assume anything. You shouldn't just live your life. Just don't go on social media looking to see what they are doing because all that does is set you back. And it makes the journey towards forgiveness, the journey towards moving on a lot harder. Because if you see somebody who once betrayed you living this happy, quote unquote, happy life with someone else. Yeah, you're going to feel some type of way about that. So I wanted to just share this quickly with with um, you about forgiveness and take your time I, I i don't suggest holding on to anger or disappointment or um being upset with the with the narcissist but i also understand that the narcissist has done some really evil things to you he or she has said some really evil things to you they've intentionally hurt you and it's going to take time to move past that so don't allow yourself or anybody else to force you or rush you into forgiveness. And I'm not saying not for, to forgive. I think at the at the end of the day that's where we want to we want to get to that point where we can forgive and say, "You know what? This person hurt me. Um I didn't think I was going to get past it, but I'm past it now. And now I can move on with my life." And there are some people who are in this world who God bless them are able to Pray for those that have hurt them. Pray for the narcissist. And that's okay. But I'm not telling you to do that just so you can appease other people or you feel that's the only way you can heal is to rush past rush past your own feelings just to forgive the narcissist or forgive anybody who's hurt you. You know what I'm saying? I hope this makes sense. I don't want people to think, oh, she's saying not to forgive. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is... Focus on yourself first. Forgive yourself first. Sometimes we have a harder time forgiving ourselves. Forgive yourself. Hey, you know what? 
it happened. I know better now. It won't happen again. I can guarantee you that I will never get into another relationship with a narcissist. And you know why? Because there are certain things now that are red flags for me that I will not allow myself to get get into ever again. Because I know the pain of being with a narcissist. I know what it's like to be with someone who pretends to be something that they're not. Now, that's not to say that I won't be in a relationship with somebody and they eventually show their true color, true colors and they show toxic behaviors. Okay, well, then now I know I need to release this person to move on. See, there's a difference. Before, I didn't always release the people that were hurting me. I would just resist, try to fix them, try to maybe it was something I was doing that I need to change. And now you're being fake because you're trying to behave in a way that pleases you being a people pleaser. That's not fun. So the next step is, okay, maybe you do end up in a, in a situation with somebody where they didn't end up being what you thought they were. Then you have to walk away. Because now I've been here, done that. I'd rather release you and deal with the, the, the pain of losing you than to be in a relationship with you day after day, experience hurt, anger, disappointment, you're not treating me well, you crossing my boundaries every day. You know, I'd rather just deal with, okay, this is a temporary setback. I can move on. So I'm going to end with that. I just wanted to share my thoughts on forgiveness. And I wanted people to um, understand that forgiveness is something that I feel comes with time. And I, I, I don't want anyone to leave here thinking that I'm telling you not to forgive because that's not true. I, I, I believe in forgiveness because I believe forgiveness is what strong people do. But I also believe that there's a process to it. And I don't want you to be so focused on forgiving the perpetrator that you don't forgive yourself and you ignore your own feelings. And you ignore, you know, the things that are affecting you in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So focus on you healing from within and then forgiveness comes then forgiveness will just come naturally, I believe. And I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? This doesn't even really affect me like it used to. Again, it's not more so what that person is doing now. Cause I could care less what they're doing now. It's, it's that whole situation that how I ended up, in so much pain, you know, because of what that person did. So now I got to bring myself to a point where I can say, you know what? It is what it is. Now I can say, I forgive this person and I've released this person. And I'm not holding on to any anger or any malice or any thoughts of negative thoughts about them. I can think about that person and not feel anything. And that's what we all want get to get to because once you hold unforgiveness, it doesn't do us any it doesn't do us any good. Unforgiveness is poison. But we have to take steps to get to that place where we can forgive and not feel pain. We can forgive and not feel hurt. We can forgive and not be upset. And I think we're all striving to get to that point because and if you're not um willing to forgive, find out why. Maybe read some literature on forgiveness. Talk to your therapist about forgiveness. Understand what forgiveness physically does to you. I did that. I had to look up forgiveness and what it does to you, how it affects you. But don't force yourself to forgive somebody just because that's the 
society says that's the right thing to do or you know the church says it's the right thing to do yes that's true but allow yourself to go through the process as well so that's all i have for today um i hope this helps somebody i please let me know if this helped you if it's um if you have questions i'm always here to help answer what i can and these are all my personal experiences with with my journey and how i got to where i'm at and I'm not fully there. I can be honest enough to say I'm not fully there, but I'm striving towards getting there. And this is a journey. This is a life journey that we all have to get to. And at some point, you know, once we get that lesson and we learn it and it sticks with us, then we can help somebody else. So if you have any questions, you want to email me. Um, my email is thehonestaquarian at gmail. Of course, you can read my blog at www.thehonestaquarian.com. And that is in the blog. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. This, the podcast. The podcast is www.soundcloud.com forward slash the honest Aquarian. And I will talk to you later. Have a good one, guys.